Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Quest for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Ed Slover, and I'm fiercely passionate about trying to make every next interaction with someone, every next room that I walk into better than I found it. In today's episode, I'll be exploring one of the most common manipulation tactics in relationships, guilt trips, and the reasons for how and why they occur, why they're so incredibly effective, and how you can move beyond them to improve your relationships and ultimately your lives. So let's get started. Formally, guilt trips are a form of verbal or nonverbal communication in which a guilt inducer, also known as a guilt tripper, attempts to induce guilty feelings in their target in an effort to control their behavior. Based on this working definition, it's pretty clear that guilt trips are clearly a form of psychological manipulation, and they're incredibly effective. For context, I'm not saying that guilt trips are effective because they lead to a positive or favorable result. Rather, I'm saying they're effective because they often elicit a desired effect, which is to say that the one inducing the guilt often gets what they want from the person they're manipulating, the person on the receiving end of the guilt trip. So why are they so effective? Well, guilt trips primarily occur in close relationships. So loved ones, family, friends, significant others, you know, etc. I mean, after all, I mean, if you think about it, if you don't give a rip about the person and they attempt to guilt you into something, you'll just likely blow them off. Conversely, those that we're closest to make us or them much more susceptible to being on the receiving end of the guilt trip. And guilt trips succeed because we care about the other person so much we don't want to hurt them. Unfortunately, guilt trips are hardly benign and can lead to a whole list of issues in relationships. The first of which is anger. I mean, if you've ever been on the receiving end of a guilt trip and you have because you have a family or you've been you've been to high school um once it once it dawns on you that you've been on the receiving end of the guilt trip and once it dawns on you that you you've been manipulated you will get angry and if that anger isn't dealt with it will invariably lead to number two which is resentment and if you've ever experienced resentment in any relationship you realize that resentment is a cancer for the relationship. It infects everything. And if you've been on the receiving end of a guilt trip, you realize that the other person is focused almost entirely on getting what they want, and they don't really account for your feelings whenever you're in the moment. And that's incredibly frustrating once that dawns on you. And that dynamic can create irreparable damage to the relationship over time. What's fascinating is that guilt trips are generally blind to the damage of that approach to getting what they they want causes. And this has been this has been studied. I mean, in in research, uh, it's been found that only two percent. I mean, think about this: two percent of people who induce guilt trips mention resentment as a potential consequence. Which is to say, those folks are so myopic in the method of getting what they want. They fail to take stock of the emotional wake that they leave behind. So let me explain emotional wake. If any of you have ever uh, ever water skied or you've seen a boat and uh, as the boat is going through the water, the trail of the water is the wake that's created by the boat. 
it, another way of saying that it churns up the water. Well, if you're on the receiving end of a guilt trip, you realize that there's an emotional wake metaphorically that get that gets caused by the guilt trippers attempt to get what they want. So what do guilt trips sound like? Well, here are a few examples. Moms who've made dinner for their family and they sit down for dinner and all of a sudden they notice that their family is only eating just a little bit. The mom might say, I slaved in the kitchen for three hours today for you only to have one serving of dinner. Fathers who say to their adult children, fine, don't come to my retirement party. I guess I'm not you know, a big enough priority in your life to fit me into your busy schedule. Or boyfriends who say to their significant other, I spent $100 on our date tonight. The least you can do is offer me a thank you. I mean, in any of these scenarios, the recipient of the guilt trip likely modifies their behavior to appease the guilt inducer or the guilt tripper, even after the damage has been done, because they they they, they want to make the other person happy. They, they don't they don't want to overtly hurt them. And as previously mentioned, this can lead to unresolved anger and ultimately resentment that will absolutely infect the relationship. So let's take a look at a number of ways you can resist and or reject these manipulation tactics, however you know effective they've been uh, on you in the past. The first is trust your intuition. Most people can feel when other people are trying to manipulate them, particularly those with high self-esteem. Most people that have low self-esteem or low self-worth tend to uh, be uh, victimized by guilt trips way more than people with high self-esteem. Another way of saying that is people with low self-worth tend to be much more prone to manipulation in general, as they're more likely to doubt their feelings in the moment. Trusting your intuition, another way of saying this is don't doubt yourself. If something feels off, trust your instinct because something is likely off. Number two, you may need to distance yourself from the guilt tripper. You may need to stop communicating with the person that's inducing the guilt. In most situations, promptly and permanently ending the relationship or moving um, beyond where you have frequent contact is the most effective course of action. It, it tends to be relatively benign. Uh, as a form of self-preservation that is distancing yourself. And doing so may be ideal because uh, people who psychologically manipulate other people tend to have little regard or respect for the people that they attempt to manipulate. In, in, in the extreme, this can actually be a form of emotional abuse. And the behavior of the guilt tripper actually speaks volumes about their character. And the recipient of the guilt trip is neither at fault nor responsible for the actions of the manipulator. And severing communication is, uh, is a potential reality that you might have to explore, and that's okay. Now, in severing the relationship, if this doesn't work, you're going to have to possibly take 
uh, more extreme measures. Another way to think about it is if the guilt tripper escalates their behavior into something more serious, like stalking type of behavior, you'll very likely need to get local law enforcement involved as soon as possible. Take those things very, very seriously. The third way to deal with this type of psychological manipulation and mistreatment, stand up for yourself. This is both my personal favorite and my personal go-to. I'm going to riff a little bit because anyone that knows me at least a little bit knows that I don't respond to guilt trips. Over time, I've been blessed to learn that guilt trips are manipulative tactics to get me to do something uh, for someone else that I might not have otherwise had any intention of doing and for my own good reasons. Thus, when I hear a guilt trip being put to me, I'm firm, I'm clear and direct in my communication that what they're doing won't work. And in fact, it will actually have the opposite effect in terms of damaging the relationship. So coercion is not a tactic that I even uh, buy into at all. Right. It's not a design coercion. That is, it's not designed to actually bring me closer to them, even though that's what the other person is thinking or feeling in the moment. In fact, it does just the opposite. Don't let yourself be bullied. If you do, you're effectively granting permission for it to happen in the future. And if you've fallen for guilt trips in the past, you've actually taught the guilt tripper how to treat you in every future situation so that they can get what they want. I mean, we teach people how to treat us ultimately. And if we show weakness, if we show uncertainty, if we waver, that actually signals to the guilt tripper that their manipulation tactics will be effective. I mean, for example, a young woman who is in a situation with, uh, with her boyfriend might hear, if you really loved me, you'd have sex with me. And quite frankly, that couldn't be more manipulative where the, the boyfriend in this case is actually on some level weaponizing love against uh, his girlfriend as a means to get what he wants for what, a few seconds, maybe a few minutes of pleasure that can actually alter the course of people's lives. You know, I'm sorry. No, that, that is, that's ultimately unacceptable. Because if you think about it, why would you want to be in a relationship with someone who deliberately attempts to manipulate your behavior? That has nothing to do with having effective relationships that are based on partnership and cooperation. And another way of framing this up is whenever you're in a situation and you are on the receiving end of a guilt trip, be aware in the moment that that is a tell. And if any of you have ever played poker, you know that looking for nonverbal cues is one of the keys to being successful at poker. They call those tells, nonverbal tells. Well, in the case of, uh, of guilt trips, those are in mostly verbal tells, and it informs you in the moment that you need to do something differently. It informs you in the moment that this person is trying to get what they want. They're manipulating your behavior to get what they want without regard for how you're feeling in the moment. And for those of you who are prone to guilt trips from other people, 
you have to know that this is a stealth form of buried anger or resentment. This is a stealth form of buried anger and resentment for the other person. If you've ever heard the expression, hurt people, hurt people, and really take a, a, a second to let that wash over you if you've not heard that concept before, where hurt people, hurt people. It's like, why do I... Why do you have to hurt me in order to heal yourself? Well, what you're, what you're hearing when someone gives you a guilt trip is actually buried anger in resentment that that person holds, which is an important tell for you that something is off in the relationship. And if you're mindful enough in the moment, you can actually try to identify root cause and hopefully solve that for the relationship before you before it leads to even greater resentment on your on your part and ultimately potentially dissolves the relationship it in the moment though it's really really difficult because it can lead to uh you feeling victimized once it dawns on you that you are on the receiving end of the manipulation for the people that are actually guilt tripping you they already have a victim mentality because they they're they're trying to regain some sense of agency some sense of control through the guilt tripping rather than addressing the root cause of their anger and resentment and if this can be reconciled with the people in your life we actually we actually can actually make some progress but if that can't the recommendation is to seek prof professional assistance as laying guilt trips is likely leading to what you or they probably don't want, which is risking the integrity of the relationship. It's compromising the integrity of the relationship. And, and this is something, if you value the relationship, it's actually undermining what you claim you, you want the most. So in other words, the guilt trip is a subtle or not so subtle expression of anger that is ironically not met with understanding by the recipient. And that makes sense because in the moment, if you're on the receiving end of the guilt trip and it dawns on you that you're being manipulated at the expense of your wishes, it's going to make you mad. And whenever we get angry in the moment, it clouds our judgment and we're not going to meet the guilt tripper with understanding that they might be in some sort of psychological or emotional pain, but rather we're going to meet that guilt trip with anger. And this type of dynamic quickly devolves in the moment into argument. And then it's just like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the guilt trip? Are we talking about the manipulation? Are we talking about buried anger and resentment? I mean, what ultimately are we talking about? And this can lead to further damage of the relationship because root cause gets buried even deeper, even deeper. I mean, it's like the situation where you it devolves into an argument and then one or the other person throws out a, another topic and then we shift our attention to that topic and it's just like my gosh what are we talking about because we have all these brush fires we have all this ground clutter in the situation and we have moved so far away from the thing that can probably fix it which is a, a actually addressing root cause and it creates a negative feedback loop I mean, with no apparent end in sight, it just loops and loops and loops, just like, my gosh, there is a better way. But when we're dealing in, uh, in, in a position 
uh, or perspective that that is driven by pain. And that pain gets ultimately expressed through anger and resentment, however subtle or not so subtle, it becomes extraordinarily difficult to sift through uh, all of the other uh, peripheral stuff to ultimately be able to address root cause. So as we get ready to wrap up episode 22 of the Quest for Life podcast, there is one other thing that I want to address that's related to the topic of guilt trips. And that's ultimatums. Now, as I mentioned earlier, when anytime I have a guilt trip put to me, I just I'm over it, you know, even before it starts. Ultimatums are uh, are right in that bucket. If anyone puts an ultimatum to you, you really have to take stock of the motivation that is driving them to get to that place. Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that if you're engaging in uh, relationship damaging behavior and someone says you either need to stop that or I'm moving beyond it, I'm not at all suggesting that that's ineffective. What I am suggesting, though, is if someone simply doesn't like an aspect of your personality and they're giving you an ultimatum to say, hey, change this fundamental characteristic about who you are or I'm getting ready to move beyond that, that becomes extremely problematic because what that tells you in the moment is they're not accepting you for you. They're not accepting of who you are, especially if what they don't like is simply a preference for them rather than an actual character flaw in you. You in those moments on if you're on the receiving end of an ultimatum, you really legitimately have to take stock in whether or not you value the relationship enough or not. And if you've ever had an ultimatum put to you, you realize that that leads to anger and resentment extraordinarily quickly. And if you juxtapose that with guilt trips, I mean, like Janie bar the doors, what do I do with this relationship? So give consideration to the fact that anger is rarely, if ever, someone's emotional bottom line, whether they're you know, guilt tripping you or giving ultimatums. The anger often masks or conceals more vulnerable feelings of hurt, maybe driven by fear or sadness. And as a subtle expression of anger, guilt trips illustrate that a person feels as though their needs aren't being met or their feelings aren't being acknowledged or validated in the moment. And what happens is that you end up getting into this uh, game of emotional ping pong. So what can the guilt tripper do better? Communicate their feelings proactively in a way that connects with the people they value most. Communicate honestly, transparently, vulnerably, but not manipulatively. And what can the recipients of guilt trippers um, do? Steal yourself against the manipulation tactics. Draw a hard line in the sand, letting them know that you're not going to play that emotional ping pong while simultaneously seeking understanding as to why the guilt tripper feels the need to go down the guilt tripping road to get what they want. For both parties, this is exceptionally difficult to do, but it is at the very least worth a shot. As always, it's food for thought, fellow questers. 
You can contact the show at thequestforlife.com. That's the quest, the number four, life.com. Please consider leaving a five-star rating and even writing a review. And keep telling your friends. The word's getting out. People are listening by the day. And thank you for joining the conversation.